Hi, and welcome to Com Church Talks. This is our sermon of the day. We pray it will be a real blessing to you. I know you'll be encouraged, challenged, and uplifted by the talk you're about to hear. Good morning, Com Church, and everyone else watching from around the world. You're most welcome. My name is Joe, and we're speaking today from the book of Judges, chapter 6. We're speaking on the story of Gideon and his calling. Now, a bit of understanding to the background of what was happening. Israel found themselves in a terrible situation. In fact, the Bible calls it an impoverished situation, much like what we're facing today in the United Kingdom and in certain parts of the world. They were told because of the attack of the Midianites, they had to find themselves in caves rather than normal houses. They were hid away, rather like we're being hid away now, hibernating, if you will, in caves. But it got so bad that the Midianites, incidentally, which their name meaning strife, they found themselves in such strife that they couldn't even come out to farm. In fact, the Midianites and other groups used to band together and create warfare and have warfare on them and destroy their land and their crops like locusts. But we see a man called Gideon. We see a man called Gideon who is bold enough to go out and the little wheat that he's hidden from the Midianites, hidden from this strife, he finds himself threshing this wheat in a wine press of all places. Now, they were so impoverished that Israel began to call out to God. And God sent them a prophet who heralded them and said, heralded them and said, listen to the voice of God. This is the reason why you're going through all this. And we find the reason in chapter 6, verse 10 of Judges. It says, you have obeyed not my voice. You've not obeyed my commandments. You've not had that communication with me. You were doing something different. What they were doing different was that they had erected an altar. They had raised up an altar. An altar is a place of, of communication to a different God. Now back to Gideon. We see Gideon threshing this wheat in a wine press. And all of a sudden, an angel comes to him and speaks and says, you mighty man of valor. But we find a quirky response of Gideon. Instead of if you will, doubting, he begins to question and forcefully asks, if that's the case, if I am the mighty man of valor that you call me, why is it that we're suffering? How is it that a God who brought Egypt with such might and power, who brought Israel with such might and power out of Egypt, why are we facing this now? And the angel turns to him, turns to him and says, you know, the way that you're talking to me, in this same might, in this same forcefulness that you're talking to me, you go in that same might. Now, Gideon recognized that this person was no, a person of means. It wasn't an ordinary person. So his heart was moved. And we will see very shortly how his heart was moved. But incidentally, Gideon's name itself means someone who is warrior-like, if you will, someone who is forceful, someone who is a hewer. And the angel that spoke with him gave that understanding to him also, but in a different wise. He says, you mighty man of valor. And the word used there, 
means wealth. The word used there means strength. The words used there means might. So Gideon was seeing their impoverished state, but not recognizing how God really sees him in that situation. So we see from verse 14 how the angel looked at Gideon and said, go in this might. You see, the, we, the Israel was pushed into a situation, much like how we've been pushed into a situation now. But you see, when God begins to push you, he also makes a contingency to propel you. Now look at the response of Gideon when he hears this and when he sees the look of this angel. He says, look, you stay here for me. I'm going to prepare something. And Gideon rushes back and begins to prepare all manner of kind of food and comes back to the angel and says, this is the gift. Will you not have this gift? And the angel said he would accept the gift. But the strange thing happens. He says, put this gift on the stone. But look at the response of Gideon. Gideon's heart was moved and changed that he was ready to obey even this strange instruction to put this offering on a stone. There were wonderful parallels in Scripture. One of the parallels is that Jesus is called the stone that the builder is rejected. Another parallel that we see in Scripture is a place where it says, fall upon the stone and be broken rather than the, the stone falling upon you and be crushed. It speaks of a level, a level of humility. And Gideon walked in that level of humility. In fact, the word, the scripture says, if in, in, in verse 17 of chapter 6 of Judges, says, if I found favor, if I found grace in your sight, wait for me, I'm bringing an offering. Now, when this offering was given, we see that something miraculous happened. A change happened. Fire came from this stone. Fire came from this stone that is reflective of what we know as the Holy Spirit, an acceptance of the offering. And immediately we see Gideon's response be astounded and says, my goodness, this is the angel of the Lord. He begins to see and perceive that this angel is no ordinary angel and bows down and says, whoa, I, I cannot live any longer. Who can see the face of God and live? But the grace of God brings us to a position of reconciliation. The Bible says in the New Testament, it is by grace we have been saved. In fact, the Bible says that come to his throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace in the time of need. We see such grace given that Gideon says, so be it, and renames and erects an altar there and calls it God of peace. He names the altar God of peace. He names the altar Jehovah Shalom or Yahweh Shalom. This peace is understanding of your will because he has seen God himself. Bible scholars would call it theophany. But the whole point is that there is an acceptance. 
No matter your situation, no, no matter your circumstance, no matter how you perceive yourself, the angel has looked upon you, God has looked at you and says, just as you are in that strength of might, come to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace in this time of need. So we see now Gideon arrive at an understanding that it's the God of peace that he's been interacting with. And how did Gideon arrive at this peace? You see, Israel was pushed to this situation. And then they arrived by a process of grace to a position of peace. But there was a further strategy that needed to be employed. There needed to be an establishment, a re-establishment of communication. And so God tells Gideon to go and pull down the altars of Baal that had been erected. You see, Israel was, were worshipping other gods. They had not heeded to the attention and commandment that they were given not to serve any other gods, not to have any other gods before them. They did not heed that understanding that it was communication with God is wherein wealth lies. In fact, the Bible says about grace and communication that there are innumerable, incomparable riches of his grace. It is this grace that brings us to a situation, a position of communication. So the Gideon pulls down these altars and erects a new altar with the very, some of the very same things that we were pulled down. Because God uses how we are. He will use the things that are foolish to confound the wise. The very same things that were meant for evil will now begin to elevate you by the wisdom of God. And therefore, Gideon takes this altar. An altar is simply a place of communication. It's where we worship. It's where we come to God. And we can have altars anywhere. It doesn't need to be a building. In fact, it is a process of heart by grace. It's this process of heart that brings us to opportunity. Now, we all have been presented with a new opportunity. It is an uncomfortable opportunity at best. It is an opportunity where there is strife and impoverishment throughout the world. But it's an opportunity for you to re-establish an altar with God. To pull down those altars, those things that have been speaking and speaking, that you're not able to do this, that you won't have this. Those things that buy our time. Now, it's not me saying that your spending time with Netflix is, is your undoing. But it's saying, let's put this time and this opportunity aside. Let's take, strip away all the things that focus, that shift our attention from God. And let's take this new altar, re-establish an altar of communication with God. Because that is the strategy. The strategy was employed by the Spirit of God. If we look at, if we see 2 Corinthians chapter 3, you begin to see that the process of grace is very different from the process of law. The process of grace is, if you will, propelled by the Holy Spirit. The process of grace is a process of your heart. That the Spirit of God begins to teach all truth. In 2 Chronicles chapter 33, verse 12 to 13. There is a man, or a king, if you will, who is called Manasseh. And if you recall, we began by saying that Manasseh means it is because God has made me forget all my trouble. Now, Manasseh was an evil king, 
But Manasseh turned his heart. His heart was changed. And in fact, verse 12 to 13 says, In his distress, he, King Manasseh, sought the favor of God, sought the grace of God. And he humbled himself greatly before God, the God of his ancestors. And he prayed to him. He reestablished communication. And the Lord was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea. It's only by a process of favor that we return. It's only by a process of grace. And we can do nothing to earn that grace. It is a gift of God. And it's a process of grace and a changing of our heart. A process by which we are moved to reestablish communication, to rethink, to renew our mind and be transformed. It's time for us to cast down these arguments and these imaginations that raise themselves above the knowledge of God and to bring into captivity every thought into the obedience of Christ. The take home today is re-establish communication with Christ. Re-establish communication with God, your Father. It's then when you be able to blow a trumpet and the Father of your help will come to your aid. The Lord push you. The Lord propel you. And the Lord give you His peace. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to Com Church Talks. We'd love to hear from you and you're welcome to any of our Sunday services or midweek comms. For more information or to get in touch, visit our website at www.comchurch.org.uk or find us on Facebook. God bless.